Hello, 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 brothers and sisters. How y'all doing? This is Larry with Terrence and Eric with the Black Financial Initiative. We got a great episode, a great, great episode. I'm gonna let Terrence tell us what the episode's about. All right, all right. We had to bring it back. You know, so nice. We had to do it twice. So last year we did the episode with our wives, bringing on the uh, the couples. So we're gonna bring that back and do that again, going into Valentine's Day. So I'll go ahead and introduce my beautiful wife. We have Taylor over here. Of course, you know me, Terrence. And then, gentlemen, go ahead and introduce your wives. Uh, this is Eric. You know my wife, Shante. This is Larry with my wife, Denitria. All right, fellas, All right. we'll go ahead and kick it off. So let's, what do we have on the agenda? Where has everybody been at so far in the last year? Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the Stand same. The house. Spinning our tires. Same place we were last year. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, but y'all still too... strong. We in the midst of Omicron right now. They say Omicron got a cousin coming around the corner. So it's like we're just going to be here chilling. Yeah, we can't get away from it. No. But no, yeah. on a serious note, uh, one big accomplishment we've uh, just completed is buying the house. Congratulations. Thank, yeah. you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's in uh, the process of being built right now. So we kind of go every week and do our little ritual, just go over there and see it. But yeah, that's been our, our big thing. I don't know if any other big, big accomplishment. Yeah. Well, y'all, y'all might have, y'all had a, a, a huge accomplishment. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, these days, <laughs> these, these, uh, these Austin prices make, <laughs> make it a huge, huge accomplishment. Yeah. We'll, as, as the show, the episode goes on, I guess some more things will come up and we'll discuss and see how we're all doing. But uh, we, I want to say during this time last year, we had the house bought already. So that, that's not new, but this, we have completed our first year as uh, homeowners. All right, and, all right. Thank you. Thank you. And so we're kicking off the, the new year now. Let's kick kicking off year number two. And uh, man, these prices are, are no joke. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm in process of uh, it's tax season, trying to do our homestead. Now you only have to file for that once, uh, but I need to file for that now. Uh, trying to get that coordinated, fax that paperwork off uh, so I can hopefully get some tax benefits or in, in that way, because uh, I'm sure it won't be nice otherwise. And then we also have uh, uh, a newborn. We have a baby she's about seven months old now. So uh, with that comes expenses also. We just had a, a pretty hefty um, medical expense. So, uh, but that's just kind of uh, part of it. So we've had some, some changes right now in process of doing some budgeting uh, about a month behind as we're going into February. Uh, but I did put some, start putting some work into it in January. Hopefully I did it, should have done it a little bit sooner because I was looking back on January and like, God, oh, we, yeah. <laughs> it got yeah. I was doing dishes yesterday and he comes in and goes, we didn't, we didn't do that great this month. So, so <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely in, in the whole a little bit as far as January goes because of uh, property taxes. So mm -hmm. that's a new expense never had to deal with before. Um, and then, of course, with, you know, medical and then um, there's some yard upkeep, um, just bought some some furniture. So like, God, dog, man, this is the most uh, expensive <laughs> month in history. You know, like, so yeah. that's that's what that uh, emergency fund is about. Where you you know if you have it, it ain't it's not an emergency. But uh, 
It sure felt like one. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we um. So since last time we talked, we we purchased another rental property. Um, oh, there we go. All right, yeah. So, so what are you up to now? Is that two or three or what? What I can't remember. Uh, that's two rental properties. Okay, nice. Nice. Um, so we're we're coming up um on, uh, what is it? Two years almost oh, in in um in March of of doing rental properties. So okay, or at least at least an amount at least. So. Um, yeah, we're gonna need a story on how that's going. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we have a, another episode about that. But oh, um, for sure. But yeah, that's it. And going back to your your budgeting, um, we we normally are pretty good at staying on our budget. But the last couple months, I don't know, if it was the holidays or something. They <laughs> <laughs> caught everybody. <laughs> like the Mari Kron got everybody. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so I, I know how that goes, Terrence and Taylor. So I guess we're in the similar boat with you too. You know, we also uh, had a baby also. So we're familiar with all the the insurance, the medical bills, all that that comes with it. Oh, man. You shouldn't even mention the uh, insurance. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. all uh, insurance scammers instead of man. other money. Should I tell you, when we were going over the stuff yesterday, we were like, yeah, this can be a whole nother like we need to have just like a baby episode <laughs> talking about all, of, yeah. all that stuff, like, the insurance, the costs, how they play games and whatnot. Yeah. Big yeah. yeah, those are insurance <laughs> guys, they, they know how to make it work, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so I don't know if you guys have seen, I think you guys have seen, I'm pretty sure Eric, for sure, I know you've seen it as far as a Denzel fan that you are, but uh, John Q. Oh, that's my movie, boy. Oh, man, that make me cry. So, so Taylor never seen it, but you know, back back when I was, uh, you know, I don't remember how old, but like we didn't have like cable or anything at the time, so we were watching DVDs and stuff. And there was yeah. one that we just mm-hmm. pop in, we watched John Q. So she was, we were watching it for the first time for her like a week ago, and I. As a That's parent crazy. now, I'm like, yeah, I'm saying Denzel. Yeah, yeah I would have gone for Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I understand him 100% now. Yeah. That movie make a thug cry, man. That, for real. Cool. <laughs> man, when I first watched that movie, I just had tears coming out. I was like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's this salt water? <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, but like, you feel for him. I was like, I, especially like you said, now as a parent, like, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah back then I was just watching. I was like, oh man, this is good. It's pretty sad. But now like, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, I, I was getting angry this time. Like, <laughs> Pull that piece out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into it. We're talking about uh, babies. Let's, let's get into it. Um, I guess kind of tell us y'all's, because uh, we can't speak on it. We didn't have any children. So we're going we're gonna to rely on y- y'all to, y'all's uh, experiences. Tell us about like oh, the finances, yeah. I guess, involved with babies so far. Well, let us put you on game here. No, just <laughs> I It's not like we ain't strong in the game or something like that's that's more than zero. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, but now one of the things we did, like we saved, we saved ahead of time, knowing that there would be expenses. Um, so for people kind of don't know, like um, your out of pocket max is what you'll have, like what your like what your wife will have to pay or you all have to pay with the baby and then once the baby's had the baby's another patient <laughs> so they don't fall under you there so they have a no a whole nother 
deductible, out-of-pocket max, all that. So they're considered another family member. So don't think that like, oh, yeah, I paid my out-of-pocket max. I'm good. The baby will just have, nah, -uh. they're a whole nother thing. So I have a whole nother, you know, out-of-pocket max and stuff. Um, okay. But we save for that to pay for those things. Uh, also, baby showers. We have, we have two. Yeah, I think we have one here, one in Dallas, um, where I'm from. We were just blessed to get pretty much everything that we needed. Um, I would say a key thing with that that we did is we kept updating the registry whenever we receive something. Cause sometimes people just buy you something off the, like not from the registry. So it doesn't register. So you need to go in the registry, change it that you bought it, you know, so that it keeps that updated. So you don't have many duplicates and have to keep, you know, going back to the store and stuff. Um, yeah. Formula. If your baby is not going to be breastfed or if you're going to interchange both formula is a real bill. <laughs> That's not a, <laughs> Formally, it's not a uh, just like, oh, yeah, we could just pay for that, you know, nah. And our uh, our little kiddo, he likes the good stuff. So, <laughs> so expensive like, taste. Yeah, expensive, expensive taste. I'm like, why don't you like your dad? Like the poor man stuff. Yeah, so we went from Simulac to like sensitive stomach to something else, but we're now on Nutramagen. And I feel like it's only sold at like one or two stores and he does like seven or eight ounces. He was doing like every three or four hours. So wow. pretty much like a big, I think it was like this big, how many ounces or whatever you think that, or that can. <clears throat> so the can will make like, if you're doing eight ounces, the can may make like about 20 or so. Whatever it is. It only lasts 20, a week. So it only lasts a week and it's oh like gosh. $50 a can. Yeah. And so it's two hundred dollars a month. So I would think that's a real bill. Yeah, like you don't just have that in your account. Like, oh, just pick up one. So right. We look for different deals. Like we bought a four pack. Walmart had it, I think. But you would have to buy it like all up front. So you would need to have like the two hundred dollars or the one eighty to get that twenty dollar yeah. discount. Because um, otherwise, I think Target had them for like instead of fifty, like they were like fifty eight. So then it's more if you buy them individual like that. And then with COVID going on, I don't know if a lot of people know, but there's been um, formula shortages because I think they were all stuck on the truck. So it was like rampant. Like we, I think Eric went to at least six HEBs down here and there were none. Yeah. So we were a bit worried. So um, we tried the breastfeeding thing that didn't work. So, I mean, you just never know. I know that maybe somebody's plan, but I would just say try and put that as a line item or a budget just in case you have to get formula. It's pricey. Um, and then all the, you know, you get bottles and everything too, you know, it's, you don't just think you're going to buy like a three bottle set and then you're going to rotate those three bottles. At least us, like. mm -hmm. Yeah, at least us, we got like 20 bottles because you'll just, you'll just go through them and like, you know, you're not going to have as much time as you think you will. Um, so some, you know, you're just not going to want to wash dishes like right now. You may want to go do something else right now. Well, the kid, they need you for everything. You know, you're the you're the put the clothes on person. You're the change the diaper person. You're the put me to sleep person. You are everything. So you know, it's not as much free time as you would think. Yeah, yeah, man. I was uh, I was kind of jokingly telling my I may not even remember this, but I was telling her um, a couple of months back. You know, that I was like, man. Well, baby, baby, humans are, are useless creatures. They don't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> 
They are for people to come over and enjoy them. Oh, they're so cute. Give it right back to you and they bounce. Yeah. yeah, I think I might have been watching something on TV or something and saw like a baby deer or elephant or something born. You know, they come out, you know, walking. And I was like, <laughs> dang, you know, <laughs> like the humans don't do that. <laughs> oh, man, that would be so nice. It would be nice. <laughs> come out walking. Be like, oh, man, this is great. <laughs> yeah, come, come here, child. Come here. <laughs> But yeah, that uh, some of those expenses, like you said, as far as like budgeting, you just have to kind of work those in because it's not like, oh yeah, we're gonna cut back on the formula this <laughs> this week. Yeah, better not. CPS coming knocking <laughs> for real. We're gonna cut back on these diapers, you know, like like no, it's oh, that's all the stuff you need. Yeah, it Sensitive. is what it is. Yeah. You know, and, and it can change so much, you know, if your baby's allergic to something or whatever, like, you know, you got to try something else. So you may get all these diapers and be like, then we ready. Then your baby's allergic to, you know, whatever they put on the diaper. Now, all oh, you got to switch all those diapers out, you know, for something else. So it's, you know, it's, it's challenging at times, but it's so rewarding, you know, and they smile or something or make a sound or, yeah. You know, do something unexpected, and then you're everybody's best friend because everybody wants to come see the baby. <laughs> don't nobody ask about it. Yeah, yeah, we don't care. Talk. My mom doesn't even care about me anymore. <laughs> Thanks for calling. So how about the kid? <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> yeah, FaceTime. Let me show me him. <laughs> you don't want to see me no more? No. <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, then at the end, how you doing? <laughs> been on the phone for an hour right <laughs> but as far as those uh bottles like yeah we have um have quite a few bottles but she was having trouble like eating out of uh a few of them so there's like two there's different brands of bottles that we have mm-hmm. and there was one brand that like she was eating the best out of so I had to go buy more of those and the other ones like aren't mm-hmm. even being used mm-hmm. so it's like <laughs> we're just now starting to try to get her used to the other bottles so we can have not be cleaning the same two bottles <laughs> over and over again uh so we got her on the tommy tippy but oh yeah, those are that's, good uh, he won't she, take she those. didn't like those at first though she was like yeah uh, he doesn't like them either yeah yeah, I think they're yeah, like using different. Dr. Burnham. Nipples on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. kind of fatter nipples. Mm-hmm. All right, nipples. <laughs> <laughs> all right. These are all the all the things as a parent, Larry, that you'll uh, <laughs> that you that you may encounter. Yeah, and that's the big thing. I think you know you can find a good deal on something and be like, man, let me just buy all these bottles or buy all this. Then it turns out your kid don't like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know. <laughs> And it's, it's aggravated time because we had bought, how much Similac did we buy? Maybe like $300 worth of Similac because this lady owns a convenience store and she had like a surplus, so she was selling them. So we bought like all that. And then like that week, we found out that he couldn't really uh, like process or eat it as well. So then we like just sold those after two, three months probably. Like just got rid of those. And I think that's because of the, like the shortage of formula out there person bought them from us but shout out to them because that helped us buy the <laughs> buy, buy his other stuff i gotta ask so you know it's a shortage out there you were you uh uh you gouging, yeah you gouging what's funny is like after we after we sold them i was like 
Man, I could have went up on the price. But you know, it's for the kids. They love the kids. <laughs> Missing out on that hustle, man. Miss out on your blessing. You know? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like you said, it's kind of uh taking care of them, and then you got to take into account like the different prices of, of things and the shortages, man. It's crazy with the uh shortages nowadays with the just supply chain uh issues and it extend extends beyond you know the the babies and formula and stuff is just even everyday things you're seeing a little bit of shortages and stuff but it's uh one of our big accomplishments that i was just thinking about uh financially was we finally paid off uh or not paid off but stopped payments for taylor's uh storage unit (laughs) (laughs) congrats congrats has that been a a previous topic of discussion on the show no no it has not it should have been it should have been (laughs) (laughs) he has been obsessed about this storage unit and and getting that expense off i've had it since i moved away from waco the first time when i graduated from law school i had a whole bunch of junk that i just wanted sequestered i didn't throw it away (laughs) Yeah. But it went from like $60 a month to like damn near $100 a month. And he's like, Ooh. that is an expense we don't need. <laughs> I couldn't find the key. Oh. So I was like, I don't know where this key is. And it's like, it's in Cedar Hill. So it's not like super close. It's like 30 minutes away. So every month he's bringing it up. And I'm like, I, what do you want me to do? You want, what, I, I don't know where the key is. And I ended up finding it. And he's like, all right, we got to go. And so we went and got that done. So he's very happy to have that $100 back in our pocket. Hey, yeah, he's like, yeah we can use it. Yeah, for real. And we did like threw away everything in that storage unit. He's like, you telling me you were spending $100 for junk and you stuff? Just to start. Yeah. I, I didn't know it was junk at the time. Like plates <laughs> and tubbleware. Like, like knowledge plates, like the yeah. Yeah. clothes hangers, like a bag of clothes hangers. We just $100 a month on a bag of clothes hangers. Come on. Like, that's all I had in my possession during that time. And it wasn't even climate controlled. So I had purses in there. Oh, like, no. Like, oh. oh, no. Yeah, that was no good anymore. Yeah. But he was very happy about that accomplishment. I'm happy too. Imagine. Yeah, what was that about? Four years, baby? Yeah. Just a, a bill. <laughs> just oh, my gosh. Four years at $100? Exactly. Well, they started well, out they at started 60. 60. Okay. They but, started increasing. But, but every year they went up. Okay. So, so when she told me, she was like, oh, they're about to take it up to like 100. Oh, no. We're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about getting the locksmith to, uh, to, to break the lock on the Oh, thing. man, y'all was in deep. <laughs> yeah yeah she did have like a, a not a dresser but what do you call that and i don't know but, like an armoire yeah thing. like an armoire in there so yeah. she's like well we can uh, drop that off i'm like no this money right here either we keep it or i can sell it but <laughs> not, <I'm gonna> <laughs> get back that money we <laughs> spending. so that's in the garage right now that's the one thing we kept man yeah, well, she said it's not climate control. I was like, ooh. Yeah. I was oh, trying man. to get it cheap, but we went in there with spiders and stuff. Well, <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord, this is nasty. So, yeah. I don't so. think if there's anything else. So I, I did have a question on uh, saving for a baby. Did you have to save for being out of work for a period of time? The moms, like, how did that work? 
I'm well, for I'm me, I was on maternity leave for, I guess that was what, three months. And with the pandemic, I was working from home for that year and a half. So we'd actually moved and I was still working in Waco, but we are in Burleson. And I let my boss know like ahead of time, like, hey, once this baby gets here, we've already moved to Burleson. <laughs> I ain't coming back. <laughs> And she was real sweet about it. I didn't want to like spring that on her at the last minute. So she she understood. And so we had an understanding. And so by the time August rolled around, put in my notice, and I've been just watching Ava ever since. But we've always been very good with money as far as just saving. We don't do anything. And for me, it's not Except budgeting. Except for January. Except for January. <laughs> <laughs> it's not conscious. I just, I'm a homebody, so I don't go anywhere. The grocery store is like my exciting place. And so that's pretty much all we'll do. So we are kind of like that and have been like that our whole relationship. So I had a, a good amount of money saved to where it wasn't like, oh, you know, I need to rush to get back to work. Um, although I am going to be looking for work this, uh, this year. But we didn't really do anything special with regards to that and I guess if you don't, aren't like that and you need to budget then yeah you need to think about okay well I'm going to be out of work for this amount of time um, so let's think about how we need to to save going forward and I was telling him too until I can find that next job at least we're saving on daycare costs too we don't have any family or anything that's retired close that can come watch her and I'm very like I don't know you I don't want you watching my baby <laughs> <laughs> sort of deal. I'm kind of I'm, I'm a very much a bubble mom and he's trying to get me out of that so we're kind of saving on the daycare cost aspect as well until such time I do uh, start going down the job hunting path but we didn't do any conscious budgeting for me being out of work it just kind of worked out that way that's a huge accomplishment to be able to take off or not have to go straight back to work to have that money saved up yeah no it's been a blessing for sure. Yeah. And then for us, my job paid for 12 weeks for us to be off um, from maternity leave. Um, so that was nice. I believe at the beginning, it was like 80% of your pay that they would pay. If you've been there five years or more, if not, it's like 60%. But I had been there over five years. So it's 80%. And then the extra like 20%, whatever it would be, we had it saved. We knew what it would be for the 12 weeks. Um, so I would say something that this is probably off topic, but good for people to know if you work at the same type of establishment, like he works for the state, if I work for him, we'd have to split the 12 weeks. So it'd be like six and six, or I can do 10 and he can do two. You don't get the full 12 weeks off. And I don't believe that there's any pay for you either. He just had to use vacation time. Yeah, like normal, I guess, M FMLA regulations is just, they just have to hold your job for 12 weeks. So any company that's paying you while you're at, like they're doing extra. So I was real shocked when she said they were going to pay her. So I was, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, you got a good situation. There, yeah, so. I was like, man, I was yeah. like, baby, you don't even know. Like companies don't, you know, have to do that. Or And I thought okay. that everybody did. I was like, yeah, we even have paid paternity leave. It's not as long as 12 weeks. I want to say it's like six, but they still get, um, guys can still get paid too. Um, so that we were thankful for. And then um, the daycare. Now, that's a different price talking mm -hmm. about right there. Daycare. I think I was I think we looked at like two or three places. It's like twelve hundred a month up to like seventeen hundred a month pre pandemic. Um, now, I think it's even more. 
And then it's like, I guess, slotted time. So like eight to five could be like 1300 a month. But if most people need to be at work at eight, so you would need to drop your kid off at seven. So there's a, an additional fee to that. And there's also an additional fee after five to six, like like a hundred bucks. So it's not like, it's not a big deal. So you can be at like the 14, 1500 bracket. So I would just make sure people have like money for daycare because you usually have to go back to work after the three weeks. We just so happen to have a family friend that watches him. So we're thankful for that. And I heard that, like you mentioned that that time bracket. uh, And then when they start charging extra fee i heard it starts like that minute so you like from eight to five at five oh one they like all right another hundred might as well not pick them up to six now you know (laughs) go get you some some dinner yeah early dinner take my time (laughs) if you don't have a good point about just knowing your employer's policy your leave policy because um Kind of like what Eric was saying, my job, it's just purely FMLA and, and whatever vacation time you've accrued. So it was another situation with COVID. We didn't do any vacationing. So I had a, a crap ton of vacation time stockpiled um, that I was able to use and get paid. But if I didn't have any vacation time, I would have been SOL and we would have just had to do the FMLA and not get paid. So mm-hmm. it's important to know, to Shantae's point, kind of you know, what your job does as far as maternity leave and what the policy is. So you can kind of plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my job does have a uh, paid FMLA uh, paternity, but you have to be there. Back in the day, it wasn't like this, but I think now you have to be there a year. And after your first year, uh, you qualify for that paternity leave. So I had just came back to this employer, employer so I didn't qualify, but I still have I'm um, salary, so I still was able to take a, a month off during that that time, and overlap with the what we call shutdown. Anyway, it's when we weren't uh, manufacturing product, so it overlapped with two weeks of uh, manufacturing. And I like, like to say I planned out the, uh, <laughs> the pregnancy that way. I'm like, yeah, you you shall be born within the two weeks of our shutdown period. So. Yeah, all, all those are like all those are factors, and you know, I talk to HR people. You know, I would talk to the friends that your co-workers and stuff, but talk to the HR people so you can know for sure, like how it works, all the different timelines. And another thing, back to the insurance, know when your insurance restarts. You know, I think a lot of insurances go from like January 1st to December 31st. You know, just know if you've hit the out-of-pocket max by 30, December 31st, you're going to start over back at zero on January. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I'll be aware of how all that works and you know, I'll say just talk to HR people because they've been through it several times. Like it's nothing yeah. new to them. So they can, they know. yeah, they can iron out stuff for you and let you know probably one of the better ways to do it. All right. Um, y- y'all have any other advice or anything about your, your, your babies? I don't think so. I think uh, nothing I can think of right now, especially as far as uh, finances. I think uh, yeah. especially Eric and Shantae did a, a good job hitting up on some of those main things. And like I said, uh, the big one is the registry, as they said. So we were able to get a few months uh, out on diapers and pampers before we had to. Really six months. She was six months old before we had to start buying our own diapers. But uh, it was nice. I had a work baby shower and then you know, my own baby shower. So try to have as many baby showers as you can. (laughs) 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 
because it does it does create a little bit of a cushion uh mm-hmm. yeah. so you don't have to worry about that stuff right off the bat so that was really helpful to us and then we've been or I guess I've been uh, breastfeeding. <laughs> We've been breastfeeding. I'm an anomaly. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been saving money for us as well and not having to worry about that. But we did buy formula starting out because you just never know what issues you could mm-hmm. run into. So you have to kind of at the start kind of be prepared for anything and then be able to adapt and maneuver depending on, you know, what your baby likes or doesn't like or doesn't want to do. Because we tried to do combo feeding with some formula and she was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) She refused it. She's like, "Mm -mm, that's not the real deal. Yeah. So I mean, it's a lot's going to depend on your baby. Uh, But like Shantae and Eric said, you got to kind of have to do everything at the outset in preparation and then kind of you can pare back what you're doing depending on you know how your child reacts to certain things so yeah cool congratulations to both of y'all both families thank you thank you and uh, another accomplishment both of y'all had recently we talked about earlier was buying houses purchasing your house eric you want to kind of talk a little bit about how that process has been so far uh well while i'll go into it deeply in another episode but for us um we started probably December. Mm-hmm. Like we were just like you know looking at prices of houses, and we pretty much knew we would qualify for whatever the house. So like we didn't have to really like let's run our credit and see if we can qualify. Like we knew we were pretty good. Like where we yeah. were, like we knew we pretty much qualified. Um, but we still weren't like fully aware of the process. And so the way that they're doing houses out here especially with a new build is that they'll in Austin in Austin no. sorry ATX <laughs> the way they do it out here is um like every Sunday they like release houses so they'll let's say there's a subdivision that they're building and then the builder you know obviously there's probably going to be let's say 200 houses in there but they're not going to release all of them they're just going to release like three to five every week and then they'll say the high, the price on these houses or whatever And then you have a week to put in your highest and best offer. So then by next week, by like that Sunday or Monday, you'll get a call or get an email if you want or not. So it's kind of like bidding. So you're just bidding, yeah. So if the house is 370, like more than likely you won't get it if you just put 370 down because you're going against whoever's looking at that same house. And so it may be, you know, three or four different models. So it may only be one of, like model x that you're looking at the 2000 or 2500 square feet so you just got to think about like what you win with that offer against you don't know who was kind of like blind bidding so you've got to just put your your offer in so and then they don't you know you may tell them okay floor plan x like when is the next time it'll be available and they're always oh i don't know (laughs) we may never get yeah we may never get one or you know whatever whatever so you know if you don't bid on it that week, it may be a month before it pops up again. By that time, the prices change. And so the week that we bought ours, that next week, the week we bought ours at Christmas, the next week, the base price of that house went up like $40,000. Oh so then, yeah, so then that's like, that's now the base price. So then when they do the whole week of bidding, you know, it's probably going to bid over that. That's crazy. And so, you know, I guess, you know, luckily, Lord bless, we 
got ours in at that time. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just ruthless out here. Like there are no buyer anything, no buyer incentives really. Like no, yeah, they're not your friends because they know that they can find more buyers. Like you're not the only person in town. Everybody wants a house right now. You know, they're selling them like crazy. The prices out here are nasty. Like my wife is always getting these emails and she just said today was at a three, two, 1700 and some square feet for like 500 and some thousand. 540. Man. Yeah. For three, two. Yeah. And also what these also. <laughs> <laughs> and it had a plus sign. So I'm pretty sure that's not going to be 540. Yeah. <laughs> and also what they're doing too, they're selling what they call like inventory homes. So like, the days, at least for our price bracket, the days of like going to a design studio, pick my color of cabinets and nah, none of that. This is what you're getting. You want it or not. Oh this God. is your cabinet color. This is your, I mean, I everything. your <laughs> flooring. They this is everything. They picked like there was nothing to pick. It was just like, do you want this house or you want a different square feet house? That was that's about it. Yeah. So, it's, you know, everybody else. For Sorry. a new build. Yeah, new build. Even the new build, they didn't let you. Right, we're nobody for a new build. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you peasants, you want this or not? <laughs> you can't afford the and big boy stuff. Like, well, maybe like 500000 <laughs> 600000 That's usually probably like, I don't know, y'all y'all, y'all got it. You know, maybe y'all got it. But that's that's our dream home. We only going to spend five, 600000 and I mean, it's just, they're like cookie cutter. Like, it's just like, here you go. So I was like, I can't imagine what like a home you get to go out and like pick stuff would be here in Austin anyway. Maybe like seven, 800. Probably, if I had to guess. And those are for three twos. So. Coming here, raising all the prices. Man, that's really what it is. I think it's, um, I would just say if you're looking for a house, I think it's like all the stuff that's coming around it or, or whatever have you. I know Samsung is coming here, right? Uh, yeah, Samsung here. Samsung has a plant here, but they're building a bigger plant, I think, to make those uh, computer chips. Uh, Apple's here, Google's here, Facebook is here, Oracle's here, Tesla's here. Yeah. Like, so it's not only is it like are these companies here as companies that pay well. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they're just coming in it's nothing to them because they're from the West Coast. It's everything to us, but nothing to them. Yeah. yeah. Six hundred dollars? Oh man, ain't nothing. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. So that they're selling their uh one point five million dollar home <laughs> right. in California, and then taking that earn that money they have and coming here and buying a six hundred thousand. Like, oh, it's a come up. You know, I got, right. I got an extra six hundred thousand. Buy two of them. I've yeah. heard a couple people say, like, oh, I got something for me and my mom, you know, like two houses. I'm like, he bought two houses at one time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then another thing that they're like cold blooded with is the amount that you overbid on the property, you have to come with that in cash in like, you know, three to five days, whenever. Man. And so, I mean, it's like, this is so like if you go over 10,000, they need it the next day by five o'clock. Or they put it back on the market. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't have it, which I don't like, they don't go to the next person. They just re-release it at the next inventory for the next week. So then it goes up and you're thinking like, oh, no, you know, somebody got it. So, you know, of course, you're going to bid more. So, 
Yeah, no, it's it's uh, just uh, some mob, mafia mobsters. Mobsters running the the housing market right now because I bet you, like, what they're doing is just they're like you said, they're changing it every week. They're just seeing how much are people willing to spend on it this week. And like we're gonna release these five, plan on selling these five this week, and people are putting in their offers. Mm-hmm. And you see that, oh man, they're willing to go over twenty thousand. So next week we're gonna uh, start it out, start twenty thousand or more. Yep. You're so right, team. That's what they know. Yeah, I think that's exactly what they're doing, man. And it's it's all around. It's all around. And we're in the like, you know, suburbs kind of area of Austin, so we're already. We're almost to Grant to Taylor. You said, yeah, I feel like, I feel like we're getting closer and closer to Dallas, but still in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to be T and Taylor's neighbors in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had a, a similar process when we bought a year ago. Doesn't seem like it was quite that extreme, but I think this one it was uh, a year ago, and, and two, it's a different area. Uh, but it was still was similar. Like we we put in offer on a, a few houses before we got the one we're in now, and people were bidding on them and just outbidding us. Um, they were, mm-hmm. and like we would bid uh, even a little bit over, you know, over what the the listed price was, and just weren't making it, just weren't hitting. So we were lucky enough in the one we have now. I think we think we ended up getting it for the listed price. Okay. Oh, yeah. How long did it take you to find, or both of you, how long did it take you? It took us, I want to say I was looking for like a month. I mean, when I was started looking before then, but when I really started looking like I'm going to, I'm scheduling a visit with a realtor like every weekend and I'm coming up to the DFW area and we're going to hit three, four different houses. Uh, I did that for at least a month. Uh, I can't remember exactly, but it was probably a good month where I was like on it, searching every day and looking at houses, calling the realtor, probably even longer than that because I counseled, not counseled, but I, I stopped uh, talking with one of the realtors and uh, got a new realtor. Well, <laughs> Back to Eric's comment. You talking, everybody like, hey. <laughs> Don't even care about me now. Right. <laughs> oh, Terrence, you were talking in that. Right. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so I think it, it might have been two months. It might have been you know two months. How many months. offers y'all had to put in before you got the one you were saying? Oh, I think probably four. Probably four we uh, put in on mm-hmm. before That's this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took us less than a month, I believe. Um, but I think it was different for us because we were like, had then we tried some resales and then we had just focused on the new bills and we knew what we were getting into with the new bills, like just throw out a ridiculous offer. And yes. that's where like <laughs> my wife was like, come on here, just need to offer this, do this. And so I had to break the water. <laughs> I said, I know. I'm not going to keep going every weekend to lose. I don't like losing. And then it's like, you have it. I'm like, do you want a new bill? You don't. You want to play with the big boys or you don't? What What are we going to do? <laughs> then he put the offer in and of course he won. And I'm like, oh. I had some outside pressure. <laughs> we would have still been talking on this episode. Did y'all do anything with y'all? <laughs> um, but yeah, we tried a couple resales. Um, we're, out, we're out. Hey, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> 
so distracted with the babies. <laughs> we uh we tried a couple rebuilds. Um, we're outbid on those, and then we did try a new build, but we were outbid on that, and we thought we had put in a real good offer. Then we got the email, and somebody went fourteen thousand over what we did, oh, and we were like, "Whoo!" <laughs> I was like, "It's it. it's, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard out here." Uh, when we bid on the. It wasn't the Roosevelt, oh, but that week. Oh, okay. And so um, at that point, we was like, okay, we, his big boy's only out here for, for, the, for these things. <laughs> yeah. And then the the place we finally ended up at and got a house at, like, I didn't like that subdivision or neighborhood because the tax rate was so high. Like, mm-hmm. the tax rate is 3.09. So I was like, oh, I was like, and it was so high, the realtor, like, when we, when we told him the tax rate, he said, God damn. <laughs> he, said, he said, what are they offering out there? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I was like, it's, it's, it's high. Um, but we ended up getting a thing there, so it was funny, like, me and her. We were, like, outside the sales center, like, in the truck, talking. She was on, she was on, Eric, dude, you need to just offer this. Just do this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Stop thinking. Just do the offer. <laughs> and so it's funny, like, having that, you know, discussion in the truck, then we go out and put the offer in. Is that discussion? Five hours. He's summarizing. We were five hours. Uh, and this hours. was, we got there at 12. It was my Sunday. I was supposed to go to the shop or go to, like, Target. <laughs> just something for me. I said, oh, let's just go real quick and look at the house. I'm thinking this is going to be an hour. 5.30, we put in the offer. The day was done. I had to watch Z. I was like, okay, <laughs> Z is our son, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was our little adventure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough out there. We definitely had to uh, go up a little bit based off of what the initial, I went into it with the initial idea. I was uh, looking from five years in the past when I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, the realtor was taking me to these houses. I was like, no, nah, this ain't, this is not what I had in mind. <laughs> yeah. the backyard uh, uh, up uh, against the uh, freeway. I'm uh, like, like, well, like, we got a baby on the way. She's going to go outside and, and step off porch into a car like <laughs> <laughs> like you inside and all you hear is boom boom to the car oh the like, car is coming oh, by mm-hmm. yeah, i'm like i'm right off the interstate like uh, so it was just like bunch of and then you look at some spots i'm like man is this this a trap house like <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm i'm willing to cut back a little bit but you know i, I want to feel safe you know? <laughs> So I was like, all right, we're going to have to bring up a little bit for you to bring me out of this situation. <laughs> this, this is what I want to look at. So, uh, but it was it was pretty rough at first. And I was like, okay. And the realtor was really trying to drive towards after a while. She was like, yeah, it's, it's a tough market right now. Know what you want to get. But people are bidding and coming in and they're swooping up on what, what you want. So, yeah. Or they're or just you, paying cash. Or they're just, or yeah, these people are coming in with cash, what are y'all doing? cash, mm-hmm. and um, over. So they're paying extra straight cash on me. Um, so shout out to Randy. Yeah, straight straight cash on me. <laughs> so she was like, you, "You're gonna have to do a, a new build. Not, you have to do a new build." Basically, she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna schedule this appointment. We can go to this 
this area where they're building them where I can set you up an appointment. And I'm like, man, I don't, why am I going to pay you for this? Why we, when I, I could, I could already go schedule with a new build. Uh, but yeah, she was driving pretty hard on it because of just how the market was, was dictating. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, yeah, that's going to be the quickest way to get it done. We got, <laughs> but uh, we ended up going with a different w- realtor and uh, expanding the search and ended up finding something, but it was uh, pretty rough at first. Okay. And um, our experience is completely different from both of y'all's. Uh, like I said, we, we purchased a house last year too, um, but it was, it was for investing, investment property. So we have a real estate agent um, in the Houston area who we work with a lot and she was able to actually find a deal. Like we look for deals, you know, so she she's able to find a deal. It never even hit the market. Um, so um, it was, you know, it was, it was pretty simple on our end for that one. Just making sure that the numbers make, make sense and everything for uh, uh, the rental and everything. So that was our experience mm-hmm. last year. It's nice and straightforward. <laughs> yeah, no, like when something like that happens, you're like, well, I have to do it. Like, it doesn't make sense not to, like, this time a house falling in your lap. You're like, okay. <laughs> we, were, we, were at, we were able to, to see what the house was worth, too. Um, so, and we were able to get it below it. So it, it, uh, oh, it, it, it worked out. So yeah, cause the financing fell through on a previous offer. And so they hadn't put it back on the market. And so she kind of got right in that sweet spot of when their offer had collapsed. And so they had already done the inspection and just gave us that information and the, uh, comparatives and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. So. And we just had to, um, it was, this one was uh, not too bad of a rehab for us. So we, um, man, a month, maybe two months, we were able to uh, rehab it and um, and put on the market and, and get tenants in, in there pretty fast. Um, we stayed there for a week um, and, and just did as much as we could. And, and, that, and that was a very extremely productive week we were there. But um, yeah, that was, that was our buying experience. No, that sounds good. Sound like that worked out pretty well. Um, especially like guessing now with the economy and the way the market is, it's probably not too hard to get some tenants in. So good to have that house and then be able to get you some tenants real quickly. Yeah. Do y'all have a manager that uh, manages the property for you guys, or do y'all go down there? No, we have we have a manager. Like we never like go there. Like while the tenants are there. Now when we from when we purchase the house and rehab and stuff like that, we're there. But um, okay. when the tenants are there, we we have we have a property manager. Okay. All right. Well, uh, anything else about uh, uh, purchasing a home? Um, I think the thing we're dealing with now is the interest rate increasing. And so that's the other thing is like now with the interest rate going up, you know, we're having to wait until we can lock in our rate or pay like additional money. And so that becomes like another issue. You're like, yeah, it's going to cost this much. But then... (laughs) You know, however long it takes them build to build a house, you know, you're just being delayed that much longer until you can lock in the interest rate. And we've heard some people like their thing's supposed to be done in September. We've heard, I just know uh, one of our lenders talked to us and said he has one that's a year past due. Wow. And I think it's just like all the supply chain issues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I think windows right now are real hard to find, but. Um, luckily, well, for whatever reason, 
Lord bless. We got our windows in already. We're like one of two houses on the street with windows so far. Okay. Every other, yeah, no other ones have windows. So. We'll be ready, I think, end of April, May, beginning of May, they said. Oh, that's pretty fast. That's coming, yeah. Mm, and they were already building them. So that's what the the salesperson said. He said they don't, I guess, offer anything that they don't have already, like, framed. Okay. And so, but I guess it's easy for them because they already know what it's going to have in it. Like, you can't. <laughs> You can't change anything, so they just go to build. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm, yeah, I'm interested. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead I was just gonna say I need someone to explain the supply chain issue to me because every, every <laughs> there's a supply chain hold up on everything, <laughs> every, everything. We so couldn't I, even get straws at Arby's. <laughs> oh, what? See, I think some of these they just be making up stuff. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like it, I think anytime you can't find anything, they're just gonna sell supply chain. That's a McDonald's excuse for the uh, the McFlurry machine now. They're like, oh, right. <laughs> right. supply chain. Give me Jack in the Box. <laughs> oh man, did I tell? Oh yeah, I told y'all. No, 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 it was to the crew when I when I went to that Jack in the Box and ordered <laughs> ordered that Oreo cookie oh, shake. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> you gotta tell I'm, the people that one. Yeah, you gotta tell. Man, like so. I, Wife, wifey wanted a Oreo cookie shake. So on the way from work, stop, you know, stop by Jack in the Box, which normally their machines are always down. Yeah. So I stopped by anyway. I pull up to the thing. They take my order. First, the lady was like, you want an Oreo cookie shake? And she's like, let me go check. So I'm thinking like, okay, you know, everything's good then. She came back like, yeah, okay, we can do it. You know, pull my order in, pull up to the window, and then there's some dude. And he like, man, bruh. We ain't even got the Mario cookie shake. <laughs> He's like, you don't want nothing else? I was like, I was like, nah, that's it. And I start to roll off. He's like, all right, bro. <laughs> he bro? threw a couple N-words in there, too. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm cleaning it up for the audience here. But, yeah, that was a uh, – so I pulled over a meeting and, like, text the crew, like, man, this dude just said this <laughs> – I mean, he wasn't in any like Jack in the Box gear, like no shirt. Like this is like <laughs> this is like man. Look, hey, it looked like they just pulled some customer back there and just had them working. I mean, I mean, I'm like no type of Jack in the Box, nothing, no name badge, no shirt, no nothing. He was just like in a a black fleece or something. That man was robbing the place. <laughs> 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 hey, that's, that's why I kept it rolling. <laughs> that's why I kept it. You need nothing else? Yeah, I was like, no, that, that's not the that's not the person I want to deal with. No, if that's how that person speaks, I was like, no, nah, let me keep it rolling. But yeah, that was that was hilarious. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm convinced that uh you just witnessed a robbery. <laughs> they, 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 they to throw you off. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. That wouldn't surprise me at all. He looked very suspect. And that's why I didn't keep it there. I didn't keep entertaining them and talking to him. I just kept on rolling by. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, if you kept trying to entertain him, like, well, do you all have this? That would have right. been the end for you. Like, you know what? Get out the car. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's go to the next question. How are finances 
activities divide up in your household. And um, I guess we can start off. I'll admit, like last time, Denitra does mo most of the day to day stuff. She gave no, him most. She gave him no. the look like you gotta tell the truth. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm keep it real now. So, um, so we have a budget. Um, we use uh, every dollar, it's by, it's by uh, Dave Ramsey, but we have that. Um, we both try to log every time we purchase something. Um, sometimes it doesn't happen though, but we try to try to do it so it doesn't take longer um, later on in the month. I mean, she she pays she pays the bills. Like I said, she does most of the day day to day stuff. I uh, every month I go through and I and I work on our our net worth. I'll, I'll go through and, and, and uh, update the net worth. So that's really <laughs> is that really what I do on a, on a normal basis? Like we talk about our goals and stuff like that and what we want to do. But on a day-to-day -day stuff, she does most of the day-to-day -day stuff. Hold it down, D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before he got started talking, she looked at him like, tell this truth. <laughs> I don't feel yeah, like Larry, like the one that don't be stuff. recording his stuff. <laughs> Man, with our situation, and we're, um, like I mentioned earlier, we're getting started on our budget. Uh, pretty much have the, the monthly or at least the routine expenses down. Uh, know the the income, that part of the situation, uh, that part of the equation, and uh, just trying to use mint now. So um, that's kind of a, a new one have going on. So I, I like it. It seems to be uh, working. It makes it a lot simpler as far as tracking everything. So uh, I think that was one of a, one we had advised or suggested yeah. from uh, one of our previous guests when we had Shreva on. She was a big uh, advocate of, of mint. So we're giving that a, a shot. But um so far I, I like it but yeah we have uh i still have to run the expenses by make sure that i have them all correct because a lot of the uh, monthly expenses come out of uh, her account so we did just get a joint account also so next up we'll have a conversation on how we'll kind of um situate that on what expenses come out of what probably eventually have pretty much everything come out of the the joint then yeah maybe work out like savings and uh, we already have uh, the investments, which are the stocks. So yeah. I still have to nail down the details on how we're going to organize all of that. But we did just recently do uh, the, the joint account. So that's basically that's, all we have good. going on for now. That's good. Congratulations. Congrats, man. Uh, for us, we, um, I normally pay the, the rent or mortgage and then she pays like the all the utilities. So, you know, water, trash, electric, internet, all that stuff. We don't really have like, I guess, like a monthly budget per se, but we, I guess, talk about everything like beforehand. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like a, <laughs> almost like sports. Like we do our game plan and just go out and execute. Like, I got you. You know, it's no, like, we don't just get to the game and they're like, what are we going to do now? <laughs> yeah. You know, so before we kind of get into situations like even buying this house, like, we've already talked about things. And so we kind of know how to go, you know, and as things come up, we'll adjust. But we kind of have, I guess, a budget, like, roundabout of, like, yes, like, you can't go get a $500,000 house. <laughs> you know, we can't afford yeah. that. Like, we yeah. know our budget well beforehand and all that stuff and doing, uh, doing things like that. Also, if anything pops up where it becomes too expensive, we try to adjust. So if the internet, you know, once you get off those promotional deals and they jump up, so, you know, we'll call and see the switch internet companies or see what we could do there. Um, different things like that. 
I guess the only thing like out of the budget kind of is like the baby stuff. Mm-hmm. So you may, you know, maybe buy a few bottles here or buy these little knickknack things the baby may need. And so we just kind of do that like out of out of our own pockets. So do you feel like now how old is your baby? Uh seven months. Seven months. So do you feel like you from a financial perspective, no, each month is it easier to predict what the baby needs or like how much you'll spend on the baby? Uh yeah, like if I really wanted to go in and yeah, like, like do a budget, I I could. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause not really at this point, not much changes. Like if if anything, you're buying stuff like I'm talking like under fifty dollars in the month, probably. Like outside of like Similac and stuff like that, but like, you know, you want to, you see a shirt you like, you want to buy that, or you see, you know, I want to buy some saline spray, like different stuff like that is just small miscellaneous stuff. But like the big things, like we would know, like Similac, we know how much we're doing in that a month. You know, if there's any doctor visits, you most likely have those planned already. So, you know, whatever copay or whatever you have to do for those. Yeah, that's kind of pretty much it. But yeah, you can budget all that stuff out. Just with a kid, some of it's difficult if you think like every month I'm going to spend this much. It'll kind of have ebbs and flows. You know, sometimes it'll yeah. be down, sometimes it'll be up. You just try to figure out like an average. Yeah, going back, going back to our household now, she, she uh, pays the bills, everything through our joint account, and then um, now I I'm in charge of investing, so I'm. You know, I'll invest in the stock market. We now we already invest uh, every month in our retirement accounts, but um, I'll, I'll invest in single stocks. I'm the one primarily looking for houses when we're trying to buy, um, you know, more rental properties and everything. So that, that might not be day to day, but that's that's something kind of how we're divided up as far as um, budgeting and investing. We'll budget together. She pays the bills, um, and then I'll normally just I'll normally do the most investing. Yeah, as far as the budgeting, that would be primarily. Me, like I said, she the uh, the mortgage comes out of out of mine. Most of the bills, like electricity and stuff like that, will come out of. So far, it comes out of hers. But like I said, now that we have the joint account, we'll see how we'll do that. Probably have it all coming out of the the joint. Not sure yet, but uh, most of the like investments and and budgeting, I mainly keep the eye on that that stuff. Like I have the the Mint app downloaded and. All that, but I'll, uh, one of the things we tried to crack down on lately is uh, eating out. That's a big expense that adds up over over time. So we've, um, for the most part, the last few weeks, we've been able to kind of narrow that down to just a couple of days a week. Um, and trying to do that in the past was like, oh, okay, so Monday through Friday, you know, no eating out, and then just Saturday, Sunday, maybe we can eat out. That's that's a tough one to do. You're trying to go five straight days, and then the week gets <laughs> long, and so yeah. uh, so what we're doing now is trying to do like okay well maybe midway through the week we can we'll dedicate a date or if we want to we'll eat out and then a day on the weekend so you can help break it break it up and stave off that craving a little bit so target like wednesday and then sometimes by the time you hit wednesday you're like oh no I'm still good we can make it to the weekend uh and so I think last night we we ordered pizza. Um, so yeah. that was the first day ordering something or uh, this week. So um, so that one's helping out cut down on things because the groceries are generally cheaper than than eating out. Yeah, that's a real expense eating out. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, we, we have a we have a Wednesday. It's our Chick Fil A day. So um, <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, hopefully Friday. We don't eat out. Wednesday, Wednesday we eat out um, every week, and then we try to eat out hopefully twice only on the weekend. So sometimes you know, but um, normally we, we eat out two to three times a week though. So. I just go whenever the spirit moves me to eat out. I eat out. I can't. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm like, uh, y'all are doing stuff I can't do. If Chick Fil A is yeah. calling my name, no, that's Chick Fil A. Him, Chipotle is mine. I'm like, oh, honey, I think I want Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, but I've been doing better. I've been cooking this week. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, we've been doing better. I think this was our first week of trying to get back into it. Even we realized, like, we <laughs> the month of January was. Was uh, <laughs> tough for us eating out. Yeah, we yeah. Were like so. This last week, we were like, "Yeah, we just need to cut back on that." And we got a deep freezer too, so we buy all these meats and put them in there, and it's easy enough to make sides or yeah. do that. That's another thing we did was uh, bought us a, a little deep freezer. Also, uh, mm-hmm. figured that way we can help buy stuff in bulk, mm-hmm. uh, keep it a little bit cheaper overall. And then also, if you have something already on hand in house, you a little bit easier to to find something to cook than to have that desire to go out. Sometimes that's how it works. And not all the time, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that's how. <laughs> so, but that's that's helping out. Uh, we also, besides having the, the deep freezer to help out with that, we also have started doing some uh, pre-made meals. Um, mm-hmm. Not like the frozen meals, but... I, Gosh, it's not like a Hello Fresh. I'm trying to think of the names of some of the places, like a Snap Kitchen, I think, or Refuel. It depends on the area. I don't know if they're like nationwide or statewide or what. Uh, but they actually pre-cook it, put it in like little containers, and they'll prep you a you know a meal or two meals a day. And so that's one of the things we're doing now, also to help out because those are still one. If you already have the meals prepped, it makes it easier to not go eat out. And two, they're generally a little bit healthier meals and they average out mm-hmm. to ours right now, about six bucks a, a meal, which is okay. generally less than, than eating out. Mm-hmm. And it helps, you know, helps maintain up until the weekend. You, p- you pick it up every week or they deliver it? Uh, for this one, it was a pickup. So we'll be okay. picking up one today. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll look into it. I just never uh, found one that... Um... I just never pulled a trigger, but I was looking into it doing it this year. What, what, are y'all, what are y'all using right now? I think this one is called Refuel. Okay. I, I've seen that before. Yeah. And they have um, like a promotion or something, but I think the pre- promotion you can do every week. So, <laughs> so we're always <laughs> out of it weekly. So I'm not sure if that's a, a known thing or if I just kind of ruined it for everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> They're, They're like, about to cancel their promotion. That's a glitch in the app. Oh, <laughs> we have to get that fixed expeditiously. <laughs> Thanks a lot, team. Now they can't yeah. do it anymore. All right. Anything else about how our households are, households are divided financially? Activities? Cool. Well, uh, let's go to our last subject here. Financial goals. Do we, do we have any short-term, long-term, any financial goals for, for our households? Uh, I think, man, our main goal is to have, like, trying to go on a trip <laughs> okay we have something we our last trip was i think right before the baby came 
Um, when we went to Broken Bow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was about to come up on a year ago. So we just want to take a trip is like our main priority right now. It's not we don't have the funds. It's just like you got to get a babysitter. Is it safe? It's so many things now with COVID. It's different. So yeah, we actually just uh, went to Broken Bow very recently. Okay, Our second nice. time. Second time going during the pandemic. It's a good um pandemic trip. Yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the main reason we did it. We were like, you know, this should be pretty safe. It's away from everybody. Yeah. Yeah, for ours, um, we haven't discussed a lot of the goals yet, but that's one of them was uh, <laughs> taking a trip. So she's off. <laughs> so the baby's off for taking a trip. Uh, but, so we've we've narrowed it down. I think that was one of them. What you just mentioned, uh, pretty much Oklahoma, something more outdoorsy. Uh, Tennessee's, we've uh, mentioned that, um, discussed that. So uh, we're trying to do a trip this year because I don't think we've. It's been a while since we've taken one. Sure. Our honeymoon, 2019. Yeah, so. <laughs> she remembers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's been a couple of years, so we have to save up. Save up for that. Do something a little bit cost uh, cost effective. Uh, and then also being away from people. I don't want to get on a plane either. No. So mm-hmm. something with that driving distance. So, yeah, like Shantae said, it's not necessarily just uh, financially trying to get it squared away is coordinating with the the baby and then the pandemic and um making sure everybody's comfortable with with where we're going and, and all that so we haven't been on a trip in a, in a while but that's a big goal for this year and then as far as financially we haven't fully uh had a conversation yet but one of one of the goals or at least things in place like i said to help achieve those goals was reducing on on eating out which we're doing a pretty pretty good job of that right right now and then investments uh I uh, want to do some more investing. Just want to identify a little bit more granular on how, what that goal is going to be. Like how much want to invest, like maybe dedicate a certain amount of it per per paycheck or per month, whatever. And then our goal is going to adjust also after um, she finds another job or starts getting on the job hunt. Okay. Okay. So I, I, we actually didn't discuss this, so I don't know if she has something else, but like um, a goal that we want to do here in the next uh, in the next few months or the next several months, at least 2022, at least is either pay off our our house that we live in, or uh, or purchase some new rental property. So just whatever um, whichever comes first, whichever comes first, it makes more sense. So that's that's our short term goal. Um, just you know budgeting and saving and everything um, for that. Next long term goal um, is to retire. By the age 50, so it's 17 years Ooh. for me. So I mean, that goes back to the uh, real estate, though. So mm-hmm. um, the the initial is to get 10 houses paid off by then. So you know that that might be adjusted. You might take into account like multifamily, so it might be units, it might not be just necessarily houses. But so that's 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 the goals I have. So I don't know if you have anything else. No. Yeah. So. Yeah, those those are the goals that we've had. So uh, Larry said, I don't know what you're doing, but what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's fine. We'll talk about it off camera. <laughs> well, those, those have been our goals. We just haven't talked about like what we're gonna talk about right now. But yeah, that's been, yeah. That's been our goals. For I'm fine. Clarify now, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let me yeah. holler at you after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty big on goal setting and 
talking about like what we're doing because I thought like we're always kind of in step regardless if we talk about it or not we've talked about it at some point mm-hmm. so, but yeah um, that's all I have you, you have anything else to say nothing for me no, um, no nothing a, for me well, I have a black business of the day. This is somebody we went to SFA with. His name is Charles. I'm going to I'm gonna read it verbatim. Migration Entertainment LLC is a premier mobile DJ company serving the DFW, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio area. Migration Entertainment provides DJ, MC, and lighting for corporate events, private parties, and weddings. They also offer photo booth rentals, dancing on the cloud, up lights, and more. If you're interested in using any of their services, you can reach out to them on the website, www.mcgraysonent.com. I'm going to read that real quick. M-C-G-R-A-Y-S-O-N-E-N-T.com or call at 817-475-724. Once again, that's 817-475. I don't think he gave me his full, um, let's realize he didn't give me the full phone number. It's 724. It doesn't have a, uh, something yeah. Okay, well, just throw some more digits on there, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll hit them, but you'll get them. Uh, Should have just started playing it off and then throw out Mike Jones' number or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, 281. <laughs> I'm gonna reach out to him and get that so we can let oh, the listeners man, know. Hilarious. But um, I, f- I follow their um, their page on Instagram. It seems like everybody has a good times on the stuff they post. So it seems like it's a, it's a good entertainment if you're, if you're in those areas. Oh, this was up. We had a little mishap earlier when we were given the phone number from Grayson Entertainment LLC. That phone number in its entirety is 817-475-7274. Once again, that's 817 817- Four seven five seven two seven four. Eric, do we have any news of the day? Um, the main thing I can think of is that the student loan pause has been extended till May first, I believe. Okay. Biden came in clutch the last uh, <laughs> last few days there and extended it. Um, yeah, that's been pretty much it. Um, I know he's been talking about the infrastructure bill. If whenever that gets passed. Uh, I think tax season has started. You think you can finally start submitting your taxes and stuff? Also, I heard they're supposed to be behind this year also. So it is what it is, I guess. Cool. Well, I would like to thank the wives for joining us. Really appreciate it. I had a good time. Um, does anybody have anything else to say before we leave? Well, good to see good to see the wives again. Yes, yeah. good to see everybody. Yeah, I guess I, I literally probably haven't seen y'all since a year ago. Yeah. No, I've seen, I've seen Taylor because they came down here once. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So it's been a minute though, still. Yeah, yeah that was a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank everybody. Uh, this is Larry Black Financial Initiative with um, obviously with Eric and Terrence and our wives. And um, <laughs> 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 right, Larry. Yeah. I hired him. I know. <laughs> Larry, the financial black condition. <laughs> With the rest of the crew. <laughs> With the rest of these scrubs. <laughs> you have David Ruffin and the Tim <laughs> <laughs> Nobody come to see y'all. But um, all right. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Please c- continue to listen. Thank you all for listening. 
Uh, please give us a five-star review on Apple. Check us out on Instagram. Bye. Peace. Bye. Yeah. Peace.